During the course of the programme, more than 100 listeners have come onto Money Talk Extra to talk about their financial situation. And we've lined up a panel of experts to address their queries. This week, listener and lawyer Edgar joined Jimmy Lamb to tell us his story. Hi, morning, Edgar. Hi. Thanks for joining us this morning. And I know you are a lawyer, so yes. how many years have you been working as I've been a lawyer? working as a lawyer for five years, five yeah, years. since graduation. So it's your first job? Yeah, it's my first job. And how is it like to be a lawyer in Hong Kong? Um, um, is it a high-paid job? It's a relatively high-paid job. Right. <laughs> okay. For someone, it's a disaster because it's actually quite challenging because uh, firstly, it's about the working hours. It's actually quite long. Um, for me, I'm particularly busy during end of each quarter, like end of March, June, September, it's because of my nature of, 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 of my practice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm focusing in corporate finance, like helping companies to get listed in Hong Kong or just um, corporate transactions like buying or selling shares, stuff like that. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's challenging because, um, are, as I said, working hours is long. And then um, and at that point, is that as a professional, I think people tends to come to you for answers, right? Mm. They, they, for them, they think you, you know every you answer know everything, to the right? questions, yeah, right? yeah. But then you need to yeah. read a lot of things so too. Actually, I need to read a lot of things and then I need to like keep researching, keep learning of the you know, legal issues or new rules or regulations. And one thing I noticed, lawyers are very cautious about what they say. Yeah, <laughs> because they tend to give the correct answers every time, right? And they're afraid of being yeah, sued for yeah. giving wrong so answers. So it's actually quite challenging, but at the same time, I think it's an honor that people trust you that much. Right, but you mentioned the long working hours and relatively high pay. So I yeah. guess financially, it's a stable career path, is it? Yeah, <laughs> there, there are two types of law in Hong Kong, actually. One, one type is barrister and another solicitor. I'm, I'm a registered foreigner. I got my, uh, I'm qualified in Australia. Um, and work here as a registered foreigner is actually similar to a solicitor here. So barrister is those lawyers that you see on TV, like uh, representing clients, representing the plaintiff or defendant in court, like arguing or, or, or like <coughs> arguing the uh, legal issues in front of the judge or something like that. And for solicitors or registered foreigner, they are employees from a law firm. So as long as the business of the firm is stable, as long as the, uh, the the partners of the firm can get deals, then the, my income is actually stable. It depends on the firm. Okay. Yeah. And is it a fixed salary or you get more if you do more deals, for example? <laughs> Sometimes it's a fixed salary, but okay. if, of course, it's, if you can like get deals from clients, it's, then maybe, may, maybe, yeah. Okay. And how would you describe your financial situation? Because you mentioned you have High salary, so yeah. good. It's quite quite uh, a well-off yeah, lifestyle. Relatively high only. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you okay. about right. other careers. Right? Okay. Um, my financial situation is actually quite healthy at this moment. As I said, um, um, the, the salary is okay and the job is quite stable. And um, I don't have any financial pressure on housing yet. I'm still yeah staying with my, at home with my parents. Um, so I can, I can have savings each month and my fear is actually quite simple I just don't spend more than I earn right I just don't consume more than I can get each month and so, right now you're yeah. sticking by the rule yeah it's sticking by the rules I, I think even if you if you need to buy a house right, you need to um, repay the loan each month 
the repayment should, should, should be just part of the salary that you're you fine. Right. Okay. So um, what, what kind of um, challenges or what kind of, do you have any financial objectives or you want to achieve in the future? Yeah, I think before all that, before, before like planning on your financial strategy, I think you need to do your life planning first. You need to, to know what, right. you, what you want to do, what you like to do, what you have to do, right? I've seen so many people like they're focusing on earning and earning, getting more money, when, and when they want to spend their money, when they want to use it, they're already too old, there's no time for them. So I think um, it's kind of a balance. You need to, uh, of course, you need to focus on make, making a living. At the same time, you need to know what you want to do, what you need to do, what, what you have to do. And I think my, the, the challenging point for me is that uh, maybe I'm still looking for, for the purpose. <laughs> purpose of life. <laughs> yeah, maybe finding meanings or, 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 or looking for what I want to do. At this moment, I think um, because I have, I have savings each month, right? So uh, at this moment, I, I, I would like to like, start something on my own at some point. So my objective right now is to like, keep working hard and to get more savings and hopefully one day I can achieve this goal. Right, yeah. and how much are you saving? Like a percentage, so you don't spend that much. So maybe I think over at, 50. at least thirty oh, percent. But, but you know, yeah. from what I said, maybe you you think oh, I'm a I'm a guy focused on saving, like saving every oh. penny, like. But I think um, savings can get you a good life. Earning care, so you should focus on like we should. We're still young, right? Me and you, we should focus on how to get, make more money instead of how to save every penny, right? Yeah. We, should, we should we should use our time and effort into into think about that that side, right? And how about investment? Do you try to um, allocate some of your savings to some investments? Currently, I, I I don't I don't do I don't buy those really complicated financial products because I think the uh, the um, Stock market is actually quite frustrating. Is one bad news, then your stock price like it's fall down significantly, right? Of course, some people they can earn a lot, they can make a lot of money from the stock market, but there are a lot of people that they lose everything. You've just heard our listener Edgar talking with Jimmy Lamb about some of his life goals and financial objectives. To help him fulfil them, Jimmy went to speak to Jenny Luke, who's a financial advisor from BNI. Hi, morning, Jenny. Mm -hmm. So you've heard Edgar's case. Um, right. What do you make of his uh, current investment portfolio? Okay, um, I think he looks like he's a very disciplined guy and um, kind of conservative, but wanting to have something more, but don't know what to do. So um, pure pure savings is um, something that uh, is okay, but provided you know where to put it. So if he has 30% of the monthly salary being saved, then I suggest he looks into um, his needs. For example, what kind of asset protection he needs and what kind of um, asset growth target objective um, he has. So based on the 30%, maybe uh, a third will be put on to asset protection and two thirds will be um, doing something that helps him grow the money. And by doing the financial needs analysis with the real numbers, um, it will be more, um, it will be better for him to see the whole picture, actually. And based on your experience, you mentioned the asset protection, asset growth. Mm -hmm. um, so many people will 
be okay with the protection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're right. doing the simple savings, right. simple vanilla products. But when it comes to like the growth, um, right. many people may be shy away, may right. think too risky. Mm-hmm. And based on your experience with your clients, what what is the best way to uh, tackle it? I think. Um uh, one of the things that uh, people underestimated was their MPF contribution. Actually, uh, 5% of your salary is um, de- deducted to the contribution of MPF, and it's capped at 1500 per month. And to be honest, for a lot of people, they, they have been very, very um, conservative about it. But actually, um, you can think about it as something that helps you grow more aggressively. So in in MPF, uh, in managing MPF, probably you need to work harder to find someone who can help you instead of putting into something too safe. So if for your personal asset, um, I think you can understand more what different um, investment options there are. Something that can be very stable, like uh, 3 to 4% um, um, interest rate annually, and then you can um, double you know, double your savings probably within 18 to 20 years and uh, without any any risk or without any hesitation at all. But if you want more aggressive growth, then you have to work harder to understand what's available and do some homework. Right. And how often do you advise people to look at the portfolio and um, right. make the changes around their um, allocation? I think for... for um, fund investment probably um, when you start right because you have to select what kind of um, investment um, investment funds you want um, something safe or something diversify or something more aggressive so um, in the beginning you you probably need to look at that um, because if you buy funds um, the fund manager will help uh, managing whole portfolio so it's different from stock investment so you can rely on them to make the call but yet um, since the market sentiment changed kind of um, not too regularly, but uh, in, t- in, t- in times of very big issues like recently, you know, the trade war or, or anything happened in the world. Or just one tweet yeah. from Donald Trump can exactly, change everything. Exactly, exactly. So you need to um, probably look into your portfolio maybe every uh, six months or something. Yeah. Right. And from your experience with your clients um, what is the best way or what good advice would you uh, tell the listeners uh, when when it comes to managing your money and kind of fulfilling your needs and enjoying mm-hmm. life as right. well? I think the fact is um, you need to um, draw a timeline and then when you draw the timeline you have to think imagine yourself um, in five the next five years next ten years 20 or 30 years, what kind of things you'll be doing, what kind of things you want to achieve. And that will govern your objectives. Because some people may think very short term. Some people like my, some of my clients will say to me, oh, I don't want to look into uh, like a long term plan because I just want something very flexible. I just want to look into the next three, four, five years. But I think it's not really about the matter of whether you can commit is a matter of how how confident or how um, how you would like your life to be because everything is in your control so you can set these objectives accordingly and then once you set the objective you need to stick with it I think that's the advice I will give to um, clients like Edgar or friends like Edgar yeah
That was Jenny Look from BNI.